Every time the beat drop Welcome back to another episode of Every Time the Beat Drops. It's your girl Monica back with my co-host Dave. I want to say happy belated Valentine's to all the listeners, whether you're lovers, friends, single and ready, or single and not ready to mingle. So, Days, I'd like to ask you, how was your Valentine's slash Galentine's? Do people say that they're single and not ready to mingle? I'm one of those people. <laughs> Do guys say that they have Galentine's Day? Because I didn't have one of those. Well, that's why I said slash, because I, I was actually thinking, I don't know what guys call the day. I guess it's just a regular day. Yeah, the 14th of the month. No, but Galentine's Day is the day before. Uh, so I didn't. What's the day after? I celebrate the day after when it's cheap chocolate. That's cheap chocolate slash just another day. <laughs> Isn't that the day for the singles? Because everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to get some chocolate. You know, it's funny that you say that because I guess Saturday was the 12th. I don't know what day of the week it was. Not important. But I was talking to my mom and she's like, yeah, I don't need too much chocolate. And I'm like, who's giving me chocolate? And she's like, oh, you never know. And I'm like, no, I know. And she's like, no, but you got to have hope. I'm like, I know the people I associate with. I'm not getting any chocolate. She was like, hold out hope. And then when Valentine's Day came, she asked me and I was like, no, I didn't get anything. She's like, what? What kind of people are they? You hear that? The people. Mo needs chocolate. Send chocolate to Mo. Well, Mo, no, Mo chocolate. Hashtag no, Mo don't chocolate. Start, don't start this again. The thing mm. actually I didn't is, say Mo I, nut. Oh, God. Even worse. The thing that was funny about that is because she had said, like, don't eat too much candy and I'm supposed to wait for someone to bring it. I ended up doing grocery shopping, bought myself chocolate and candy, but not like romantic chocolate, just regular or whatever. And for the first time ever, I celebrated Valentine's Day accidentally. And I ended up watching this show called Wedding Year. Well, actually, it's a movie. It was kind of a cool way to like celebrate. Like, I don't actually need anybody to get me anything. And I'm not like heartbroken or depressed the way people expect you to be if you're not with someone on Valentine's Day. Right. So PSA to people, you can buy your own chocolate, you can watch shows and not have to be crying into a tissue like life is over. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? Yeah, I'm is there, sure, I'm is sure there more depression do. around Valentine's Day? Uh, I, typically for most people, yeah, especially if you uh, take transit or go anywhere. I guess it's different now because we're in COVID, but before when you used to see people with the flowers and on dates and stuff, if you weren't with people, I feel like you might have felt away. That's more depressing when you're in a relationship and you have to outdo whatever the expectations of your girlfriend or the person you're, you're seeing is. And you may not have the funds or the creativity or waited to the last minute to get all that together. That's a level of depression that you're like, I got this teddy bear. And she's like, I don't want no teddy bear from you. So, Oh, I would take the teddy bear. I so take- the people get Mo chocolate and bears. Mo chocolate <laughs> bear. I actually did. Uh, what do you call it? Make a bear? Build a bear? Build a bear. Yeah. A guy actually took me for Valentine's Day. Our first date, we did build a bear. Out. I still have the bear and that, that like more than 10 years ago. All right. So stuffed animals, plushes still work. 
<laughs> it was the thought that counts. But anyways, before we get too carried away on Valentine's Day, I guess we, we celebrated it in our own little ways. Well, I didn't you, even say anything. Like you, we went off to a tangent. I didn't do anything. I just tried to stay away from my exes and sending them lovely notes because that would have been a problem because clearly I like backsliding. So I didn't do that. <laughs> wait, just, you, you, wait, you said stayed away as if it was hard for you. Like, is that a routine you typically pop in on Valentine's It's Day? not a routine. But again, if you're lonely, sometimes you reach out to people that you should not reach out to. So luckily oh. I was not lonely and I didn't reach out to people I shouldn't reach out to. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, it's a good thing, yes. But I mean, yeah. like, is this you growing or is did you just didn't have the energy? I had the energy. It was self-restraint. Like, <laughs> leave these women alone. <laughs> oh, but I will give you credit because you're actually the only guy who on Valentine's Day said happy Valentine's Day to me. So girls, he it or women or whoever, he actually does Do not have know a who's little listening? bit of heart. <laughs> Do you not know who's listening to your podcast? Who's whatever? Who are the whatevers that you're grouping in? No, because you remember last time we had this debate when I said girl, female, and then you were like, oh, because I said non-male and you explained to me all the different. Because like, I don't, I don't know, nine years ago, female turned into bitch. So only females can say female. That's again, it turned into a swear word for a lot of women. A lot of women are like, don't call me female. And I was like, okay, I get it. But you can say female, (laughs) but I can't say female. Like, that's the connotation of the word now, which is weird. I thought that was female dog. I didn't know that was female. I've never heard anyone. No, I'm just using a a drastic comparison by saying bitch because it kind of turned into like a swear word, even though it's not a swear word. I don't understand, but I can understand how women are like, don't call me that. There are better words to call me. But there's female over here. Right. So like it it turned into a brace of word. Uh, If you say you can say female, I can't say female. But there's no there's no male word where dudes like only dudes can say dudes. Like we don't care if women say dudes. Only bros can say bros. Like that's not a that's not a thing. Like it is female. Female is now a word that has a different connotation coming from a male than it does a woman. I think it's just the people that you talk to, but we'll move on. (laughs) So I guess from now on, what will you call them? Just women? Chicas. You, you, okay. All right. Days and the chicas. I guess oh, that's, that's now too that. Hispanic. Well, I don't want to exclude other. Oh my goodness. <laughs> other races from approaching. <laughs> Women's great. Ladies are fine. All girls right. are girls are cool. What do you want me to say? I don't know. If girls are cool for your age, but okay. So <laughs> see how you put that out there. That's I'm just I... I'm just saying, girls. <laughs> it makes it a little bit funny because that means under or 18 and under no I, i'm not saying that at all i do not co-sign your definition of girls okay well that's why we have to go through this definition process i guess not really i explained female and then you put that on to me to be like oh i don't know who you're talking to so i'm guessing you're talking to girls <laughs> under the age of 18 no because i don't ah, say- you see how oh that my works God. Mm-hmm. let's mm. start the show i was just about to say no time like the present so thanks for agreeing with me there <laughs> Days. Let's get started.
today we are digging a little deeper and asking if you should date someone if they don't want what you want. Now, because I know that's a pretty broad question, I'm going to give specifics. So this time we hit up Google. Are you going to give me seven different subsets? Of- no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, no, I've, I've made it short and sweet for the people because like I said, it's a broad subject. So the closer that we get to the definition, it'll make it easier to understand. Broads is another good term for women. Oh my god, that's actually insulting. No. <laughs> and Dames? Is Dames coming back? Let's move on. <laughs> so this time we hit up Google and had to clarify the difference between want and need because I think that when we try to find our person, we can sometimes get confused as to the difference or sometimes they even intertwine. As my handy dandy friend Google says, want is have a desire to possess or do something or wish for and ought should or need to do something so i.e you don't believe everything you don't want to believe everything you hear those for me do absolutely nothing in terms of clarifying other than i guess have the desire to possess or do something or wish for because we all have our wish lists when it comes to the one and I air quoted as if people can see me. <laughs> still, a, still a podcast. <laughs> and uh, need is require something because it is essential or very important. And expressing necessity or obligation. So again, that's why I say that they can sometimes be intertwined because your wish for plus something you require can sometimes be wrapped up in one nice shiny little ball. So. With this being said, I think that I have an example. Was that the clear definition? That was that was unclear. (laughs) I'm just asking. Well, I'm going to I'm going to kind of flesh it out how it can go from like basics to like the big stuff. Sure. Okay. the basics. I have a, a recent occasion that happened. So I was talking to a friend. I guess we can call him. And we were talking about one of my other guy friends. And I kind of said, like, whatever this guy was doing wouldn't cut it with me. And then my friend was like, so you shouldn't act like you're a prince or whatever. I'm like, what? (laughs) And he was like, "Uh, like, why can't you just accept the basics and be happy with that? And I was like, well, because I've grown since before. And there used to be things that I would accept just because I didn't want to rock the boat. Now I won't settle for certain things. And it's not like I'm asking for the guy to be rich. I'm not asking for him to have the perfect job, but I do want someone who is capable of like the little things. So i.e. my little things were like, I want someone who's going to like send me texts during the day just to be like, oh, hey, I thought of you or Maybe if they're coming to visit, they realize you like a particular chocolate or candy or whatever, and they just got it because they're like, oh, I thought you would like this. So when I broke it down to them, then they understood. But I think what they thought was like, I thought I was this princess where I needed you to bring me like fancy gifts and send me on trips and all of that. Where to me, that's some people want that, but I'm not going to not date someone because they're not giving me those things. You know what I mean? And so... I think in the the scheme of when we're really talking about 
like do you date someone because they don't want what you want we're typically talking about like marriage kids stable future air quotes again because everybody has their own definition of what stable actually means so I, I think for me, in terms of my wants, this is where I have to put in the disclaimer, because I feel like this episode will probably be like a real one in terms of where I feel I'll be exposing a lot of stuff. So maybe I might lose some friends. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, are those but, friends trying to date you? Why would you lose them? Well, s- some of them were. So this oh. is <laughs> this is a case where, yeah, but... I think that for me, like, I know a definite want of mine is I do want to get married. And a lot of people probably think because I have a somewhat, I don't want to call it a hard exterior because I don't think that's accurate. But I think that they think that I'm sarcastic to a point where it almost. (laughs) Anyways to a point where they almost forget that I I have feelings too and that I might actually not mind romance like I don't uh. find it cheesy but I think they would think oh like that's not her and also I guess because I have so many guy friends people assume like I'm just one of the guys so they sometimes also don't take into account that I'm still female <laughs> we'll use that word I think for me I've known from a very young age despite the dysfunction of like my parents were together before I was born, but for me growing up, they were never together. I've always had to live through like the dysfunction. So it was odd though, that not having them together and realizing they're better not together. Somehow I realized that I marriage is something that I do want, but from a young age, I kind of was with the mentality of because they didn't, mesh well together I always told people um when I grow up I'm gonna get married to a balloon (laughs) and they'd be like what and I say because the balloon doesn't do what I say or it tries to talk back I can just pop it (laughs) what (laughs) because I was like I'm gonna get married to a balloon with a voice box and then I was like yeah because that way it would be like harmonious It, it would be kind of like a do as I say whatever kind of situation and then is this the uh, red flags episode no (laughs) okay no but that's just how my mentality was growing up not even growing up but being really young it was just like one thing to kind of create a harmony it's better if you just like end things when it starts to get rough instead of going through the hard stuff because I had never really seen them work it out you know what I mean I've also kind of grown up with the mentality of uh you can have kids with someone but just because you have kids with someone doesn't mean that that person is for you right so so i also kind of have i i don't know if it's a healthy thought around it but i guess my thing is for sure i want the marriage but it's not everybody that i could have a child with so i might marry someone and he might want kids but i don't know necessarily that i would want to have kids with him depending on what his personality is I don't know if that makes sense because you're like oh if you decide to be with this person why wouldn't you want the whole package but I guess I had the mindset that not everybody is meant to be a parent hmm would you marry someone that you know is not meant to be a parent but you want them in your life I would 
And that's why I feel like this whole topic is kind of like really deep for me more than I even realized. Yeah, had- <laughs> you put like 17 layers on something. I was like, oh, like you have some deep rooted se- issues. Well, I wouldn't say issues, just serious ramifications on your thought process. And before we even get into it, I hope you understand that you have to be mindful that those scenarios may inhibit you from making a choice that's better suited for you. Well, I kind of understand that in the fact of, like I said, not everybody's meant to be a parent, but the, the person could be good for me, but they may not be good as a parent. And I also had to come to think of this and say to myself, I have not ever had a time where so you know how most females will be like, oh, I, I want to have kids by 30 sure. and whatever, whatever. When I was growing up, my thought was not necessarily that I had to have a partner. Like I was independent from the jump. So I was like all about adoption. And I figured I would have my first kid would be adopted. And then once I figured out how parenting went, I would have my own child with someone. Okay. And so as we grow up, we realize adoption is not an easy process. And typically for a single person back in the day, you couldn't just do that unless you were really rich to say the least. Right. So I think (laughs) since then, I think that my biological clock has never really changed. And I, and I don't feel the need or I don't have the timeline of, Oh, like if I don't have a child, I'm going to be unhappy. And given that I'm not in a rush for marriage, like, I could get married when I'm 50. I don't think I'm going to be trying to push out a baby at that point. Right. right? So that's you putting a time on something. Well, no, it's because I'm not putting a timeline on something. It kind of is like, if I get married, I do. If I don't, I don't, but I'm not, I don't see it in the card for me to have a child. Okay. But I'm not opposed to dating someone who has a child and helping them raise it. Right. So I guess it's kind of hard at this stage because now that I'm approaching 40, I feel like people look at you and they kind of want you to know, like, are you, are you having children? Are you not having children? And I guess, again, because I've wrapped it around this whole thing of it's dependent on the person I'm with, whether or not I'm going to end up going down that line. But that's, what's confusing me. How can you determine a man isn't going to be a good father unless he's in that situation? I'm not saying that he's not necessarily going to be not going to be a good father, but there's some people that you know that you can see by the way that they handle themselves, that there's a maturity level that if they are still struggling to do the things that you should be doing as an adult on your own, I don't think that throwing a child at them is going to necessarily kick them into maturity. But are you giving them the space to grow into that person that can now handle these more adult responsibilities before they become a parent? Or are you just assuming they're still in this maturity level? Maybe it's best that I don't even engage to get to a point where they have to make some real decisions or I have to make some real decisions for them. I don't want to make decisions for anybody that are that life changing. Then you can't be a parent. well this is the thing I don't think that I have that maturity level like I I feel like I'm a mature person but again for me I live in an apartment where all my utilities are and stuff are included so for me to think of moving to a house that's a scary thing because now I'm gonna have to pay for my lights and my water it's like whoa you know what I mean but it sounds like you're putting the cart ahead of the horse 
Like, I don't think for most people, I don't think they view kids of all the things that they'll have to adopt once a kid comes along. I think they have a kid and understand I have to rise to this level in order to make sure that this kid is happy, healthy, and can function in society. Whether or not all those things happen is another story. But I think you have to rise to an occasion, especially being a parent. So for you to think you have to move to this next stage or have all these things set up before even a kid is out is doing yourself a disservice. I I don't know that it has to be set up, but I, I feel like some people will give you a sign. You know how they say like a person will tell tell you who they are. Right. There's, there's some people that you can outright see like this person is meant to either be all about themselves or this person is not capable of doing things on their own without you having to like lead them. And then there's other people who from the jump, even before they've met you, they know I want the house, the car, the kids, the dog, whatever. And I've also seen that side of the spectrum. So I dated this guy and within like, I think like our second month or something, he was already like talking about like marriage and all of those things. And actually because he had everything together, like we work together, and so I knew like his finances and stuff, but it, it didn't really concern me what he did financially, but I just knew because he made it a point to show me his stability. And then it was like he he was talking about, oh, how I had to do certain things in my job because we had to think of the kids. And I was like, what? Think of the kids like we've only been dating like a couple months. Like I, I can't be focused on what we're going to do for our children when we haven't even made it through like six months but then it was like by month four or five I kind of started seeing more signs in him like oh yeah he really is serious about this and he knew that I really liked Paris so he was like yeah when we get married we're going to get married in Paris and I was like buying into the dream of everything whatever and then I like I told you I was on the fence about kids but he was talking about he wanted to have, I think, like three kids by the time he was like 37 or something like that. So I'm like, OK, this means like I'm going to have to be popping these things out really quickly. And I had to kind of mentally say to myself, like, is that something that I'm capable of doing? Because I had never really seen myself doing it, but he made me believe that I wanted to do it because we'd be like this family and we'd be all set up and whatever. And so I think that's where your wants and your needs can get intertwined. Because I realized to to get all those things with him, most likely I would have to give up all of my dreams. Yes, he wanted to support the things I want to do now. But if I'm going to pop out three kids in like the next couple of years, obviously I'm going to end up probably being a stay-at-home mom. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not what my goals were. You know what I mean? Do you have a problem with overthinking situations? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I realized after, and this is pretty much why we're probably not together. On paper, he was everything that you would want. He had the, he had the money. He had the dreams. He had all of these goals set up about what we would do to be like this, this power couple in this family. But essentially, what's on paper it doesn't always work in day-to-day life. If me and him had ended up together, I would have had to give up a lot of myself. And I guess that's where you have to realize it's a sacrifice 
of getting what you want on the on this typical list of the one is it worth the sacrifice of losing yourself to get it but is it a true want if you have to sacrifice yourself in order to achieve it is it a it's a true want like you're saying i wanted it but i have to sacrifice myself or something about myself in order to achieve it i'm my question is is that a real want that you have to change yourself in order to achieve it no, I wanted the things that he offered. He offered marriage. He offered a home that I wouldn't have to worry about. He offered security because he was the kind of person that like he had everything planned out and he was even willing to invest in me starting a business and all of these things. So what so do you was, want? So I wanted those things, but I realized he he possesses those things, but his personality and his demeanor was not what I wanted. So when I was with him, I was more serious. I didn't, I laughed, but not the same way. It was like we on the outside would, would appear to be like Michelle and Obama, but I wanted still some like fun in life. You know what his I mean? His name is Barack. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of it. You You're lucky I got Michelle. And <laughs> you could have just said the Obamas. I'm like, anyhow, like, I felt like I changed the way I dressed, not because he told me to, but it's just because I felt like I had to like be a little bit more mature because that's what our vibe was, this whole maturity spectrum. And I guess I wasn't ready for it at that point. And stepping away from it, I realized if I had continued down that point, yes, he could give me everything I supposedly wanted, but then I feel like I would resent him after because I wouldn't have myself and i think that's more important than all of the other things so are you ultimately already answering the question i'm saying that you should and can date someone who doesn't necessarily want what you want because your wants can change but you really have to be cognizant of why you're with this person if that makes sense yeah because we agree on that yeah I don't think wants and needs determine if I can date you because half the time people don't really know what they want and need to let that be an obstacle before we even get into something and actually have like a real conversation about the future. I'm not really one to get thrown off on a woman saying like, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. It's like, you didn't even know you needed me. So let's figure out <laughs> if you need me first and then we can decide what we can build together. You didn't even know if you needed me or wanted me. Um, I prefer her to need me. She better want me because we're already at a stage where she's telling me everything that she needs. So I always assume the want because we're talking. It's the need that's the real. Does she need me in her life? She better so, want me in her life. <laughs> so let me ask you this then. When do you bring up oh, your I, want? I, I get to talk? <laughs> Yes, you do. <laughs> I said, when do you bring up your wants? And then I was going to elaborate on that a little further. And I was going to say, is, like, it a, is it on the first date or you just let it happen no. like whenever? No, wants are not a first date, but you can flirt around the experience or sorry, the areas of. You can talk about what you're, what you yourself are trying to build to and hope that person resonates on what you're saying. But if you come with a list to be like, I need this, I want this, I'm building this, our first date, 
that's not usually going to work out for you unless you've already built like this large dialogue talking to somebody and you're finally like this the first face to face but a first date is just really seeing like if i can spend two hours with this person and it's engaging and attractive and alluring that i want to do this again really because well i haven't been on a date in a long time but at least from what they show in the movies isn't it usually like the first 10 minutes in when you're sitting there eating appetizers, they go, oh, so tell me about yourself. And the person's like, oh, I'm looking for marriage. I want kids. I want this and this. And then you determine like, are we um, leaving together or separately after this date? Here's your first mistake. You're trusting movies to determine how you're living your life. No, I'm asking you because I <laughs> I've been on first dates where we didn't talk about the future once. We just enjoyed. I've been on dates that lasted 12 hours. Oh, wow. We toured the entire city, just walking around talking, just getting into it. Things just organically unfolded. And we were having fun. We pop in here. We go here. Like, it's it's a first date, which is maybe the most amazing, but sometimes the most detrimental because it can be just a shit show of, oh, this went bad, 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 bad. And hopefully you can start a podcast and look back and laugh at it at a later date. <laughs> but it also it's an opportunity to be like, I've never met this person. Let's see what comes from this, right? I always try and be myself in a first date because that's the one thing that I wasn't doing based on movies. I was trying to be the version of maybe who they wanted or who they saw or who I thought would have been the most attractive to be chased or that could chase and that ends up putting yourself in a weird category of even if it doesn't work out you feel like you lost out twice because one it didn't work out but two they didn't really see who you were if someone doesn't like you for who you are that's not on you that's just that doesn't work and you can always walk away from that right like I like entering the situation knowing that even if it doesn't work out that's kind of their loss like if they don't want to find out who I am they're missing out on all this wealth of depth and hilarity and insight and confidence and humor and like I'm a battery I can charge up anybody and kind of make them feel better about their situation if I pretended to be a different version of myself they may never have saw that so that hits twice as hard because you're insecure about being your true self and then someone's rejecting you on this fake version of yourself that you put out there that's why first dates are fun if you're yourself like if you're just you whoever you are and however that shakes out at the very least you can bring what you want to the table so if you just want to talk about legos again because you had all that lego slander in the last episode it wasn't slander (laughs) you didn't appreciate how much of a tool and a renaissance lego is like i'm a big lego advocate um at least that person knows how much you love lego whether or not they determine that's an obsession we can't get past this that's something that if you're going to want to build with that person, you know, down the line, like they love Lego, like Lego is going to be a building block to come to a first date and be like, yeah, I'm looking for marriage. I need 3.5 kids. We need to be living in Africa and I, I we got to be millionaires. There could be an opportunity in that date for that organically to come up about and like talk about, but for you to bring a laundry list, I don't, how does that work for anybody? I don't see that oh. working. Okay, so for for me, because I have not been on a first date where I guess I didn't already know the person a little bit. Right. I I think that I've never had that conversation during a date. 
So I'm, I'm with you there. And I, I, I don't know that I see that it's wrong to tell people what you're looking for on the first date. I think maybe you might not elaborate as much as I did, but I think that it would be okay if somebody asked you, so like, what are your goals or whatever? I guess that's the, that is the movie version where they talk about that. But, but I think goals is say, different than what you want, right? Like what I'm building for myself could be different than what we would be building together. So for you to ask me, where do I see myself is a different question than me coming to the table and be like, Mo, I'm expect this is my five-year goal. Like I need to be married with kids, car, house. Like that changes the dynamic. But that's what I was going to say. Typically when they say like, what is your goal in five years? Most people would say that. And then you, you would determine from there, well, you know, kids weren't really in my list of goals right now or my priorities or some people might even say oh they're kind of like wishy-washy on the fact of it and then that's a question there so say you went on a date tomorrow right right? and you happen to uh be dating this girl and she was telling you oh I'm, i'm gonna start my own business you're like oh that's cool so where do you see it going and she says oh you know what like i i've always wanted to do this but i feel like in the next five years or something i'm probably gonna wanna like slow down a little bit because i plan on having kids does that like ding something to you where you're like, oh, I don't know where I am like mentally in terms of kids or you're less like, oh, that's cool. She knows what she wants, but like she might change her mind. So I, I'm just putting this like on the notepad, but it's not really something that hinders me from being interested further. That turns into a four year relationship. She's got five year goals. I know <laughs> I'm only there for four years. Um, no, though. So like it's interesting that you said kids as goal. Like that's an in- amazing way of looking at i've never looked at kids as goals and i hope kids are looked at as goals because people say goals like squad goals is like hey if all my team are together getting drunk and happy like sweet but like kids goals wow in terms of what you're asking i've dated women with kids so kids doesn't really throw me off but me putting kids out into the the world is a different scenario a different uh, outcome because i don't have any kids i'm not one against it but I've always been the type of person with the mindset of I want to have money to enjoy raising kids. And there's different levels of, I guess, financial freedom. There's having money to support kids. And then there's having money to enjoy kids. So I've got the vibe with her and like, we've been dating for a while. That's why it's weird on a first date. Like these questions have come up, but after like serially dating someone where like, I'm getting a vibe, like there's feelings there. There's stuff attached. So my plans can change easily. I have nothing in stone, which I kind of appreciate about myself. Mm-hmm. I can adapt to something and build more goals on it. Like I have personal goals, but relationship goals is you want to build with somebody, whatever they want to build. You just want to be that support and you want them to support you with what you're building. If that's kids, great. If that's a house, great. If that's traveling like two times a year, amazing. But if someone was like, in five years, I need to slow down, then I would just look at it as like, okay, these first two years, we got to speed up. Like we're trying to enjoy as much as possible while we can, knowing you're inevitably going to change that. But that's like, it's such a weird interview question to ask somebody on a first date, I find. So when do you, first date is not it for you. And you said like, through a gradual process, you're willing to go down this path with someone. So I guess you're going with whenever it comes up is the thing, or is there like a like a like a t- uh, milestone? I was going to say timestamp. I don't like have a, a time, milestone. I don't have a timestamp. It's really the conversation and kind of how you're hitting off. I don't say first 
date because you're just really trying to feel out somebody. So unless they're trying to see if you meet their checklist in order to keep pursuing something with you, it's hard to answer those questions as honestly as they would want. A couple of weeks in, you can kind of get a feel with like, I like spending time with this person. I've called her all the time. Like we're talking, we're texting, um, we're enjoying each other. We keep finding ways to date. The natural progression of conversation, sooner or later, you're going to touch on one of these topics, right? But I want to know that like, we're at least vibing to a point that like, I want to keep dating you. So like, let me know more about where you're headed so I can figure out if I'm headed in the same direction. It's just, I wouldn't do that on a first date, like maybe date 10. I'm thinking like two weeks in, three weeks in, then there's. You're on date 10 by two weeks in? Yeah, little things are dates. Like everything is a date. Like a, a two-hour phone call is a date. Oh, okay. Right. Um, if I'm spending again, if I spent 12 hours with you, there's like six dates in there. So it's hard to like <laughs> to be honest, because we're doing different things. It's for me, it's the amount of time. Like I did the lo- love language, right? And mine is physical touch and quality time. And quality mm-hmm. time for me is really how I determine dates. So I've like I've driven out of the way to go see a girl only because I see her for like 15 minutes but like that's a date and I don't really view it as a date it's quality of time like if I'm spending time to see you and be in your brace like that counts for something I don't have like a okay so we went to dinner and a movie check that's a date okay we went to like dinner and mini golf check that's it's like anytime I'm in your presence and like learning from you and enjoying you and like doing something with you like that's that counts as quality of time and I, based on sorry, the conversation, well, just based on the conversation, it's escalating, right? We're not talking about the same sort of popcorn stuff that we were on day one. See, for me, I, I liked where you were going for a minute. I was like, why couldn't days be someone else? But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think like my love languages are the same too, but I think that this, the quality time ranks higher for me. Sure. So I would be all about that, but I, I, where I would disagree with you is I, I count like the dates as actual dates. So I wouldn't say, oh, because I've seen you every day in like for three weeks that we're on like date 25. I, I don't want you to take away from the facts. Like we spent time, but I think if we actually like went on a date or we actually hung out with the intent that we're calling it a date, that's a date. Otherwise, quality time is just like us bonding and getting to know each other. So I would want to like kind of separate it so that we're aware that this is how we we can actually live and coexist together as opposed to it being like you're you're racking it up thinking, oh, like we've been on almost 30 dates and it's only like a week. Well, use that use that to your example. Don't (laughs) don't go based on what date would you bring this up? Use the the, the strength of quality of time. If I've spent. the the accumulation of i don't know two weeks with you in the span of like four days we're not just talking about hey who's your favorite sports team and like what do you do (laughs) for fun we're talking about more serious things so take dates out of take dates out of your vocabulary talk about the quality time there's a certain level or amount of time that you'll spend with somebody else where you're not talking about just normal vibe stuff you're you've progressed into something else where these more important topics and goal-oriented topics will come up more organically, right? And, okay, so actually that I will agree with you. So when I when I pose the question to you or the audience, as we'll call them, when I said- You call them people, you, don't change the people's people. 
They're people. Okay. I call I call them listeners, but yes. Um, you don't listen so- to yourself. You've been calling them the people <laughs> for the last four. Okay. Weeks? No, I say people when when I'm breaking down a point to you, and I want the people to agree. That's when they're the people. But you literally, for- just call them the people. Anyways, that's what I was saying. When I pose this question asking should you date someone if they don't want what you want I wasn't necessarily saying like on date one if they tell you no I don't like this that you should end it it can be from the first date but I also want it to be as broad as like you continue to be in a relationship with them it might almost be to the point of marriage and then this could be the deal breaker for you when you guys sit down and you realize okay we've been dating six months or a year and now it's getting serious so we may live together we may not live together at this point but it it becomes a thing of like okay so going forward in year two do you want what I want which is maybe I want to be engaged by then and this person's like oh no I thought it was cool like we would just date for a while which is another example that happened with me where I had a guy friend and his whole thing is he won't even let me call him a friend because he's like I don't want to be friends with you I want something more and I'm like well I can't offer you something more without us like being friends first because I don't want you to bind to this idea of what you think I am or who you think I am and then find out after that none of it's like that so I'd rather us hang out as friends And then you can decide, okay, I don't really like her like that, or I don't like the thing she does. And we can like mutually just agree it's not meant to be as opposed to like ruining our friendship. But like I said, he, he refuses to be called a friend. He's like, I'm like, so if you're not my friend, what are you? He's like, well, you can call me anytime you can do um, like whatever. There's never a time I won't pick up and I'm like here for you, but I can't be your friend because I want something more. So you you can do whatever. I heard that. Nice. (laughs) so no it's not like that he said you could call him at any time and he does not want to be your friend no he's yeah he doesn't want to be my friend because he wants me to agree to be something more he said he said he doesn't do anything without purpose so we have to have a goal that we're working towards so if we're going to he that he doesn't want to be my friend because he doesn't want to be friend zoned so this is he's only agreeing that if I'm going to say that we are going to be something more then yeah, he'll be my friend because he knows there's something else coming. But otherwise, he doesn't want to be my friend. So he still wants to be a part of my life. But unless it's going to be the way in which he wants it, then he doesn't want to agree to my terms. So to answer my own question of <laughs> would you Was date someone, <laughs> would you date someone if they don't want what you want? In his case, I say, no, I wouldn't date this person because that's not what I want. I don't want to have someone have this image of me that from something that they claim to know, but if we haven't been in each other's space in like a real way, I don't think it's going to work. I could be wrong. And, and a few other guy friends have been like, so why not just give him the chance? But it's like, he has all the things in life already that one would want, which is he's got the kids, he's got his job, and he might have his own hopes and dreams. So I would just essentially be slipping into it and making it complete. That's it, not real. Is this a, sorry to cut you. Is this the different guy than the other guy that also had the complete package for you, but only on paper? Oh, uh, yeah, it's a different guy. 
So I don't know if the people appreciate how you just keep throwing away dudes that have everything <laughs> put together. No, 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 no. This guy, the, the, the first guy, the first yeah, guy. Embarrassment of riches. Look at you. The, like, no, you're no, fighting no. them tooth the and nail. First, the first guy that was perfect on paper, he is now, I believe, happily married. I, I don't know happily, but he is married. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. And as the years have gone by, I've realized that he's a great person. But we we just weren't suited for each other in terms of personality. This other guy, no flirting plus with the married guy. <laughs> no, we he doesn't even talk to me anymore because, anyways, well that's another episode of why he doesn't talk to me. But <laughs> um, <laughs> this other guy I, is one of these people that like we truly do have a really good friendship, and this is why I wouldn't want to throw it away for the wrong things like we talk on the phone for like almost 10 hours straight sometimes is it so and it's like four dates sure he'd love it for you to call it dates but no <laughs> quality of time yeah it's quality time but that always makes me think okay so we we're great talking on the phone but we don't have any real life experience together like we've maybe been on we, we've only actually been on was it one or two dates one one date we've right. been on and when we tried to reschedule the other dates never worked and it just turned into a disaster and no it's not the guy from episode one <laughs> so uh the point is like we have not really hung out and this is why i i don't feel comfortable to say oh i'm gonna promise you that we'll be together because yeah we can talk but talk sometimes i guess what they say is talk is cheap because a lot of my guy friends i possess the ability to talk for hours so i can't just be like oh this is what i want with you because i can talk to you about like my life that that's not enough of a want and he doesn't have the need of want for other children because he's already had all the children he wants to have with their mother so it's like he has told me 100 percent he doesn't uh want to get married because he just believes it's the a legal piece of paper and he doesn't want that and i've told him because of this dysfunction that i had growing up I can't be somebody's girlfriend when I'm 75. Like we can't just be living together and be like, oh yeah, like he he's my boyfriend. It sounds wrong to me to say. So I guess we're at a standstill where it is, I want marriage. He doesn't want marriage. And that's not a standstill. And the way that you're approaching the conversation are two different ways. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. He's, but he's approaching hold, the but okay. Hold on, let me say one more thing. So the said thing is several things. I, I didn't get to make my joke about how you said you could talk for hours for hours yes i know i talk every time we have this podcast i felt it coming which is why i, I didn't i, I didn't i didn't let i didn't I'm, let the pause come i know I, you're good i felt it in my i felt it you're in learning. my eardrum it I was like it. a it ding was, ding ding it was <laughs> so, aimed and i the 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 site was i was ready to pull the trigger anyway Missed no it. i knew oh, well. i knew it was coming so oh, yes well you were so, saying so yes, so I broke it down even more for him because I wanted to make sure that he's not just saying no because I feel like a lot of guys have this idea like marriage, the girl just wants it and it's just a piece of paper, so it's not important. So I said to him, what if it was just a thing between you and the person that you're with and you go into, for example, 
you go into like the middle of the forest or whatever and it's just the two of you and I guess the pastor priest minister whatever you want to call him based on your religion so and you're just the two of you are vowing to each other could you not do that just because it's you willing to commit to this person and his thing is no because I can just do that in my living room is it not enough for me to just say to you I'm going to be with you and that's enough. And I was like, no, it's not. And he's like, why? Because you need the piece of paper. And I'm like, it's not about the piece of paper. It's about we, it's about committing with, not that the ring matters, but you actually vowing in front of someone, whether it's a big crowd or it's just me and you to be able to say, yes, going forward, I am saying that I want to be in your life. Not as my boyfriend, not as whatever. Cause, and his thing is, well, either way you can leave at any time so like what's the difference and I guess it's our mentality of what that means to me not having had it as a child I can't just be the last puzzle piece for you but you're not willing to give me the one thing that means the most to me is that still stand still or you don't agree I don't agree with how you guys are approaching the phone conversation but you're approaching it as a friend, but you're asking all these feeling out questions to see if you can be more than a friend. And he's approaching it with, I want you. So <laughs> those are two different energies that you're trying to have a 10 hour phone conversation with. Like you're kind of in a situation with this dude. But we have, we have daily 10. Well, when daily we talk, 10 hours, when, when we talk, we don't talk like we don't talk five days a week, but for example, sometimes, like we can't get along for more than three days in a row. You're sure this working. isn't the red flag episode again? <laughs> no, no, no. This is the thing because the first, the first ten hour conversation, it's fine. We're talking about life or whatever, whatever, whatever. And then towards the end of it, he'll start to bring up these, this, this thing where he kind of has feelings, but he doesn't have feelings. But like he, he wants to know what my thoughts are on it. And then when I say what my thoughts are on it, then oh. He, he wasn't really interested in me anyways, so it's not a thing. And then we agree, okay, we shouldn't talk about this because it always becomes a thing of tension. And then it's like the next day, we're kind of like awkward towards each other because now it's like, oh, he doesn't want to mention it because he knows what I'm going to say and I don't want to mention it because I know what he's going to say. And then by day like two and a half, it's like we were already at odds. So then we take like a break for a couple of weeks and then it's, this happens every time. So it's like, it always comes back to the fact of Mo, we get, a, we get along great, but it's not going to work out. Mo, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. even say you get along great. Do you need him? Do I need him? No. Do you want him? I knew you were going to ask. <laughs> Do I want him? I don't, I don't think so. But the answer I is I don't know. I don't I don't know because he won't allow he That's won't an honest allow answer. me to to work on the terms that would make me comfortable with making that decision because his thing is all or nothing. That's an addendum. You know how you figure out if you want somebody or not? Don't say you go for it because I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> then you you're perpetually putting yourself in a scenario in a situation where you'll constantly frustrate yourself on someone that potentially could be or someone that's just inhibiting you from finding someone else one more time so i asked if you wanted him you right. said you don't know that's fair assessment 
my follow-up right. question is, do you know how you figure out if you want somebody? You wouldn't let me answer. The answer is going out on a date with that person. You're saying you won't let that date happen because you're worried about parameters down the line. No, no, no. Actually, correction. Sure. We we tried to we've tried to go on dates since and it never works. Never works. In fact, just not even date as in like romantic. We tried to arrange like just a, a hangout, but going to a restaurant and that turned into a fight because he was upset that I, during the time of COVID, wanted to take uh, an Uber instead of taking TTC. So <laughs> it just became a big thing. And like I, I, like I said, we just have different approaches to things. And so to answer the whole thing that revolves around this topic is, our wants are not the same. Ultimately, even if I went on these dates, he is stubborn to the point where he's not going to change his mind. So I could therefore maybe date him, maybe end up liking him and be on this hamster wheel of being someone's girlfriend for the rest of my life because he's not going to change. And me wanting this marriage thing, I don't think that I'm willing to give that up. And I do believe that there's other people who are in the same mindset where like me asking or saying that I would like to be married at some date is not a deal breaker for other people. It's not like I'm saying I need to get married to you tomorrow or next week or next month. But I would hope that after an accumulation of years, you're going to be like, yeah, I've been with her. I realize that she's the person I want to be with. So it's not even a big deal for me to proceed to the next step. It's the obvious next step. But like, you're not even, you're saying a whole bunch of stuff here. So I hope, <laughs> I hope the chat and the people can follow up with, I don't want to say the amount of red flags, but you're, you're, it seems like you're putting yourself through a ringer, ultimately knowing the decision that you would make anyway, but because you enjoy something about it, you keep going back to this. What do you mean put, putting myself through the ringer? You said you don't want to be on a hamster wheel being his girlfriend, but you'll, put yourself through 10 hours of phone conversation no because we get because we get along we don't always talk about being together like mo you can get along with like anybody a, right so how does that differentiate the time like if quality time is important to you mm-hmm. if the time if where you put your energy and your words is important to you mm-hmm. and you keep putting it to somebody that maybe you get along with but ultimately is always going to hit a brick wall Who's doing more of a disservice? You or him? With your time. Okay. I like see. That, that's the I weird know. thing. I, I, I actually agree with you. But so to but, this point. That doesn't sound like I agree. No, 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 no. I, I, I actually agree with you. And I've come to actually a, a conclusion where I've even said to myself, like, I know that I cannot give him what he wants and he cannot give me what I want. So I, I have actually distanced myself in a point where I just don't try to open those lines of communication because I know where it's going to go. So it's not that I'm completely blind and I'm like, have nothing else in the world to do but run at this brick wall. I'm very much aware that it's not it's not productive for either of us. And like I said, and you wanted to insert your joke. So maybe I'll give you that room here. 
I can talk to many people for that amount of time. So there's nothing in particular that is like putting him ahead of the game, we'll call it. Other than the fact of he could be like, oh, we have history because we've known each other for this and this many years. But that's why in my whole goal from episode one, where I said I'm not like rushing to meet anybody there, the person, the next person that I actually date straight relationship with has to show me something that I don't already have in the friendships that I have with all of these other guys. But isn't that a level of cheating? How is that a level of cheating? If you have emotional 10 hour conversations with somebody that's not the person that you're in a relationship with, do you think the person that you're in a relationship is going to appreciate that? Okay. First of all, when I'm saying these friendships that I have with other guys, I'm not talking about it being emotional. I'm talking about, I just have a lot of guy friends. Okay. I'm not taking anything away from that. Don't worry about the rest of the guys. We're talking about this one guy. Do you consider this this one guy who potentially was someone that you were thinking about marrying a friend? Yes. Is he the same level as friends as me or the other guys who you were never thinking about marrying? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You threw me for a loop with that one. Um, Is he the same? Okay. Is he the same level of friend as the people that I don't think about marrying? Is that your question? Yes. Yes. Does he know that? Because he does, which is why I told you that he doesn't want to be called a friend. And two, why he is always saying that there needs to be another thing. Because um, I don't know if you know how to establish boundaries, but it doesn't sound like you do. That's so rude. Um, but how it's not rude. It sounds like you're giving all of this energy and attention to someone that sure you enjoy. Yes, the rapport is fun, but ultimately there's more than enough signs and reasons that prove this isn't going to be what we thought it could be. Maybe a different life, maybe a different time. I'm not saying giving up on that because no, like if there's something there to keep going through, fine. But if his line in the sand is, I'm not going to be your friend. I only want you, right? Whether it's girlfriend, wife, whatever, 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 whatever. And you're like, no. But he's still trying to push that. And you still can't figure out this is where the line is. That's a boundary issue. You're inevitably. And to say that you've had 10 hour conversations with this man and there's been no emotional, there's been no intellectual, there's been no flirting that doesn't sound realistic. No, I didn't, I, I didn't say there was none of that. I'm just, I'm listing all the things that if you were, when you inevitably get into another relationship with a guy, right. if you were to call this one friend who's in yeah. the same category as me, because we don't have 10 hour conversations. I'm already checking the clock here at an hour. <laughs> the boyfriend would be like, what's going on with this one guy? And if he were to ask this one guy, he would be like, I never wanted to be her friend. I don't want to be her friend. I want her to be something more. Don't you think that would be a problematic situation if you were in a relationship right now? Well, this is the thing. To answer that, the boyfriend, first of all, wouldn't be intimidated by this because me and the boyfriend would probably already have established uh, uh, a level where they're 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 topping what I have with him or anybody else and two if I had a boyfriend going forward 
I don't think that me and this guy would be friends anyways, because uh-huh. in his mind, uh-huh. I have been saying for the longest time that I wish to be single and I wanted to just figure myself out. So if I was to say that I was with somebody, he probably wouldn't want to speak to me anyways, because he feel that I betrayed him. My new question for Mo is, are they truly a friend if you say that you're in a relationship and you don't have that same connection? Are they truly a friend? Well, the, in that's, his words, we're not friends anyways. That's but why he's me, right. That's why me, he's right. But <laughs> to me... Look how many outs you need to answer this question. It's no, a no, yes no. or no to, question. But to me, he he's still my friend. I would I would not talk to him for 10 or 12 hours, but he he would still be my friend. He's I I have to agree with the dude. He you can't call him the same thing that you call me. We're actually friends. (laughs) If you get married tomorrow and I'm not invited, I'd still talk to you. I'd be like, why are we doing a podcast on your honeymoon? Be like, I need to get this out because this guy just did something. Um this connection between you and I wouldn't change based on how your personal life is is being handled for this other because our friendship was never based on my status so that goes back to the original question can he really be called a friend if it's based on attraction first it's not the same those are two different hands so he is correct in saying you can't really call me a friend he's not going to be there when you're happy with somebody else that's like 101 for friendship if 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 you can't come along with me and support me when i'm happy what the fuck am i bringing you around for right i guess two he's really trying to push this boundary of you think you know what you want but i can be something more whether or not that's true you have yet to say you're not what i want because you can't give me this Three, it's okay to say that you guys are just flirty and like hanging or situationship or whatever the a million different adjectives or nouns. I don't know what spelling, grammar, characterization I'm supposed to use. It's not a very, um, whatever classification you guys need to put on it because it's different. You have to at least acknowledge what you two have is something different. It's not as platonic as you think it is and it's not as serious as he wants it to be how is it not platonic if you if you if you are only talking on the phone and you're not like doing stuff but you flirt listen you flirt yes or no with him uh i i no i wouldn't call it flirting you wouldn't i i think we have like the banter would be similar to us as if we, but, hold on before tr- you say anything hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me say when, when i say what, pants, what, no 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 what, what i'm trying to say is when with the banter between me and you some somebody actually referred to it is like watching a tennis match so they said right. we have like this back and forth back and forth so i have that with him but we don't make like we don't make comments about each other's body which i feel is part of flirting like it wouldn't there wouldn't be that whole do you laugh at his jokes uh he doesn't really tell jokes is he do you laugh on the 10-hour conversation why would you why how is he a friend you don't laugh (laughs) i laugh but it'd be in the same way like you said something like either awkward or sarcastic and i make a joke like ha or not a joke i, I would laugh so you laugh at your jokes which I, is fine i don't even know that i tell like we we have the 
the intellectual conversation. Like I can it's, bring a topic stimul- to okay, him. Okay, sweet. It's stimulating intellectually. Check. I can bring a topic to him, but one of the th- other reasons where I feel like he doesn't meet my wants slash needs is because I'm always the one who brings the topic. And when I've said to him, maybe could you like one of these times actually come up with something or bring something? It's like a struggle for him because that's, he said, that's not his comfort zone. And I'm like, okay, but how are we going to try and grow as like friends or anything? If you're unwilling to like step outside of these boxes, you know my what head, I mean? Like my head hurts. You're in charge of a 10 hour conversation. So are you pulling conversations out of this dude? Yeah. For 10 hours? Yeah, like and you're, wait, wait. Let me just finish. Let me just finish. Okay. Let me just finish this line of questioning. Yeah. Do you enjoy doing this? Um. I. Okay. Let me answer that honestly. I. I don't know that I enjoy. It. I think that it actually is not that great for me because that's why I had to say, can you just do this? Because the whole conversation ends up revolving around me, and I'm like, I've known you for like 10 11 years and you probably know everything about me but I know very little about you and he's like but I tell you things when you bring it up and I'm like yeah but I want I would want you to be able to say stuff to me without me having to like drag it out of you right so it it to me most people would think it's great to have someone you can call and they will just revolve around you. But I actually want to know things about other people. Right. And I feel like to have a true friendship where we're actually close, you have to show some level of trust in me where you're willing to be vulnerable and show me stuff about you. Right. Would you ever want a relationship where you're pulling teeth? And pulling teeth, I define as you're constantly finding things to tug at in order to like show that something's happening. So literally, you, like you pull a teeth out to be like, here's a new topic. Pull another, another teeth out. Like you're doing twice as much work to get a reaction. Would you ever I, want that in a relationship? No, I feel like I've had that in relationships before. And that's why my want list now is very different from before. Before I would have just accepted it and been like, oh, he's really just a deep person. He doesn't want to let these things out because whatever. And now my want is I have to be with someone who is very expressive, whether that's saying stuff I don't necessarily want to hear but at least they're telling me the truth and I can I can appreciate that it I I have to have someone who's willing to either vocally say it on their own or be collaborative in the fact I can't carry a whole conversation by myself or else I could just talk to myself or journal or whatever follow-up question okay (laughs) you're making this all about me It's your podcast, but this episode is clearly like, I'm trying to work out this one thing with this one dude. Um, Okay. In answer to the question, I will date someone with different wants and needs, and hopefully we grow into finding shared wants and needs. If it doesn't happen, then it's a rough conversation, but I've had those and I respected her and she respected me when we were honest with each other. That's basically my whole spiel on that topic. Back Mm -hmm. to you. (laughs) Would you accept pulling teeth in a friendship? What I accept pulling t- it depends on the friend. Okay. One, he's not a friend. Two, he's not a relationship. What what are you holding on to in this connection? I'm not holding on to anything. Before I was holding on to history because he was there for like a rough patch. And also, like I said, he always told me 
no matter what you you can always call so we've had like times where we don't talk for like six months and then we then I would call him I guess and then why because something would happen and I would just want to like talk about it and then he'd stop no I have stopped though this is what I'm saying I realize that it's not healthy the, even though he has said I can reach out to him, whatever, it's not healthy for me to do that because I know the end game is we're, we're going to end up battling because, like I said, we can't get along for more than a couple of days because it gets too it gets too personal or it gets too deep. And then there's this roadblock. So I realized that. Did you save him under something like a nickname or something no, other than his name in his phone in your phone? No, he what has his name. OK. Um. Why? I, I, that was just going to be the smoking gun. But I think this is an emotional like backslide. Like, I think this is like a different circumstances where it's kind of an X in terms of I have comfortable feelings and we get into the same sort of motions. Mm-hmm. But it's only through talking. Right. And the fact that you've reached out, if it, it'd be different if he kept reaching out to you. But if you reached out to him, then there's something there about like you fulfilling some emotional or an intellectual need that you're missing in your day-to-day life that you've made him a suitor for, but it's not going to end well in any But it, it, it already, it already has ended. Cause like I said, it's obvious that, and I call it standstill, but you call it something else. We're kind of at a, a wall that neither of us are willing to climb. We know ultimately as as people or as I would have said friends at one point but now I wouldn't even say that as people we we can converse well but I think that's where it has to end like we shouldn't try to work on emotions because our end game is is not the same he wants to live with someone for the rest of his life but not call them wife or whatever and I if I'm going to live with someone for the rest of my life I though titles don't matter to me I I would still want someone to say like I'm stepping up to say to all people that you are my person so I guess there's a little mush bag in me <laughs> who though the, the title is not significant to me I want the commitment in a different way so I think the real question that we have asked each other is regardless of what the other person wants do you think you can change that person by still entering something with them. I don't think you can change. I, I, as a female, we typically think that we can, we typically think <laughs> that female. we can change. <laughs> right. yeah. we, so we all go into it with the fact of, oh yeah, he's just not ready now, but he will be. And like I said, they always say people do show you what they or who they are. And you sometimes you really do need to listen. Sometimes there's other people that they just need to grow up a little bit more and then it'll come to them. And there's other people that point blank tell you from the beginning, no, I don't want this. And you keep thinking you're going to change them. And it never is meant to be that way. Right. But do you think that you pay attention more to that this person is mature and growing into another version potentially, or this is who this person is? I think in the beginning I go with the potential or no, in, in the past, I used to go on the potential and before I realized this is who this person is. Now, because I've been taking more time to like observe, I think I'm probably more like, 
this is who this person is. And as time goes by, I will see if there's the potential. So. <laughs> Correct. This was a heavier conversation based on like <laughs> the headache I have now with this back and forth with, I hope this guy that you're, he's not a friend. Like just stress that he's correct. There's no, there's no friendship here. I don't understand why they, why it can't be called a friendship though. This is you but, not this, but this is you not seeing for who he is. He's established what he wants from you, whether or not that happens, it's okay. been stated Two, okay. he also told you flat out. If you go find somebody that's better suited for you, I will not be here. He, that didn't, is not say, a, he didn't say that. I just interpret it because. So you're seeing he, for who he is. I interpreted that because we had a conversation where he thought that I hadn't interacted with any other men or males or whatever for like a long period of time because of my stance. And I mentioned like a situation and he was like, wait, what? And then he was like, oh, I'm out here thinking that like you're anti-men basically. Like when did this happen? And I said, just because you think something is not reality like you never asked me and therefore I never feel felt that the need to like tell you but it is what it is kind of thing and he was like thrown for like hours like he kept coming back to it and he'd be like wait so explain so what exactly happened and whatever whatever and I was like yeah like so you're proving my point (laughs) I'm just trying to get the ducks lined up I I guess like you said, he, he, he didn't come out and tell me that he wouldn't be happy for me, but I could conclude that. Yes. So we're in agreement. Do you think that's a real friend? If when you're in something healthy disappears from your life based on that reason is someone you can call a friend. Uh, you have to think about that. No, no. The reason why I have to think about that is because I I don't confusingly. No, because it's a male-female friendship. If this was a female-female situation or a male-male's friendship, you wouldn't have the same implications of asking that question because it might just be like, oh, the person's not what? around because they're jealous that they don't have their own thing. But I, I guess I, for me, I don't know how to answer that. Fair. That's, that's honest. Lead with that. That's... <laughs> Mo, if I'm in a relationship tomorrow, are you stopping this podcast? No, but we never had that kind of friendship. Mo, do you think he <laughs> is a friend? You keep using friendship as a because, term. Okay, it, it, the reason why the, the only reason thing why he call- is, the only thing he is right in is his unwavering belief that you are the one. That's amazing, right? That's a little. Uh, but do you really think that? I'm just saying that because it's a nice flex. Like he, he's okay. so indebted to like you being the one that he's willing to kind of ignore all the red flags both his and yours (laughs) (laughs) two he's smart to know that this isn't a friendship it's not if there's an attraction and a want for you to be if mo if i want you to be my lady right and i'm trying to get that at all cost this is not the same friendship that i have with someone that i have a podcast with who we talk about the person who's trying to get me in a relationship those aren't, those aren't the same friendships. They may have the same characteristics, but you can't use the same titles for that because one of those people will be 
like will have your back and be beside you regardless of what you do and who you do it with in your life. And the other person is, if it doesn't work out for me and you, I got to go find someone else to go work out with. Right. Okay. Those can't be on the same definition of what a friend is. That's what I like. That's the biggest headache for me in all of these fun little things where I was like, if she left a space, I would have jumped on that one thing that she did, but she didn't. She went for a good 20 minute run where she got to say all these things. Fair point to you. It's a very detailed and ingrained relationship that you've built with him. But at a base level of friendship, if I can't depend on you to be there for the good times and the bad times, I'm not calling you the same friend that of the people that I can depend on. Okay. So I try to pride myself, whether or not this happens between me and you, this is just writing on the wall, right? I pride myself on being the type of friend who you can count on in good and bad. And we'll give you a positive or negative or just real, regardless of where you are in your personal life. I don't think I'm in the same category with another guy who you spend 10 hours (laughs) talking to who wants you to be his girlfriend for whatever years or his side chick or whatever. Like those two, like I'm, my fists are punching each other because those, (laughs) those are oppositions of what friendship is (laughs) like if you guys are uh i can't say friends because i don't want to go in and edit it but i will i have to edit out um that's different that's a different level of friendship for you to keep giving the classification as friend for someone who's pursuing you and like argumentative with you like you have to change your definition of friends. I hope all your friends aren't to this level of this one guy and they shouldn't be. I know you're smarter than that. You wouldn't keep all these type of situations around you. That's yeah. why, that's why it's like, I have to agree with this dude. You can't call him a friend. He's not trying to treat you like a friend, but you trying to treat him like one is you not seeing who he's presenting himself as. I do. I do see it, but I think because of him saying I want you to be this I need the friendship first I I need to see the friendship side of him first before I could say to myself oh I'm going to take down a wall and see you as more so I guess I guess it's me being selfish in that aspect of me trying to box him into a friendship when he doesn't want that and you also see you will never get him in a friendship right do you not see that you still think well because he agreed to it once and then by the next phone conversation he was like no I'm not and I was like what happened to you saying so and he's like I only said that to make you happy but no (laughs) I get it so okay I want to ask you one last question to kind of like tie the rest of this in so it's not all about me <laughs> this podcast with 95 <laughs> and i'm okay with it i'm just i have this splitting headache on some things that you said and i was like no mo don't no like honestly it's kind of been like a horror movie where you keep telling that lady not to go in that room but she keeps going back in that room mo don't go in that room like yes please ask your question as <laughs> okay I try to process this right so my question have you ever ended it with someone for the reason of them not wanting what you want? Yes. And could we get specific, maybe, perhaps? 
what was it you wanted that they didn't want? It's more reverse. It's she wanted something that I can provide. And that's happened more times than I care to mention. But from someone that's trying to be the best version of themselves and knowing that they're not in a position to give everything that they need. And it's it's mostly like emotional and like open up and be more vulnerable. And that's an easy thing to ask for, but it's a hard thing to deliver when it's someone that you care about and you feel you have more scars to share with someone that they can handle. So I've lost out on real relationships because I wasn't prepared to, I guess, do the work on myself and do the work with someone who just wanted to do the work with me. Wow. Wow. Okay. I didn't expect that to be the reason. I thought that you were going to say maybe perhaps like they wanted you to like settle down or they wanted like kids, but I didn't, I didn't see you not being open as the thing. Wow. Okay. Kids don't bug me. Marriage don't bug me. Money bugs me because I deserve more of it than what I have, but I'll be rich soon. So that'll come back around a true connection, a true partnership. You have to be, it's a different level of honesty because I can be honest with anybody, but to be honest about who you are yourself and what you're dealing with to someone and share that in order to help, I don't want to say fix, but understand like there's these holes that you're trying to fill and like complete and sew up mm-hmm. is a hard ask, not of the person, of of yourself. So I've been stages in my life where I couldn't ask myself these hard questions and I've pushed away relationships that probably would have been amazing right now, but I don't live in regret. I just knew I wasn't this version of myself then. So you end up missing out on a different version of yourself now based on who you could have been then. So you believe it, it starts with you before you can do for others or do with others. Everything starts with you. But do you think that there's, there's someone who could come along who could possibly like motivate you to feel safe enough in this space to, to um, reveal these things? Cause I know you said you weren't sure that these people could, could handle what you were keeping. Right. So do you ever think that there's going to be someone who has the characteristics that without you even realizing it, they just show up and make you feel safe enough that you say, like, I'm going to give you a hundred percent and I know that you can handle it or, even if you can't handle it, you're going to try your best to like build me back up after I spill all of this. Or do you think that? No, you're killing me. You, we got to work on how we ask questions. Because if we ask sorry, 30 questions sorry. in a question. It's just because it, it just came to me. Sorry. Yeah, now you're running off as many questions as you want to try and get out. Because like you, you, you see the timer running out. And I'll try and give you as many clarifying answers to it before the buzzer sounds. Go. First of all, they're all women. So we can stop saying people. Two, it's not necessarily me not giving information because the older I've grown, the more I've learned about myself, the more I can reveal, the more trauma that I can bring up to the table and share with and has been resolved. Three, it's not necessarily about the woman. It's about me and how confident and how strong and how much work I have to do on myself in order to be able to acknowledge that it takes work between you and I. So like, I never view it as the woman is in the wrong. It's about me, like making up a scenario where I feel I have to push away in order to save her and save myself. And then you ran off like 30 other no, questions. I guess my main scheme of things was just like, 
do you feel like the other person could ever come to you and fulfill that purpose of making you feel like they can handle this without you having I like, so I think the the question's false it's not about her fulfilling anything in me it's about me seeing like oh like I'm fulfilled enough to share this with her and be a hundred percent or like a thousand percent vulnerable right like to go to areas where that's a deep level of insecurity or it's foundationally I don't understand this and I don't know why it's not working or I'm in a place now where like I'm not my best version of myself and it hits differently on different reactions I don't think it's the woman I think it's me I have to, I've been doing the work and you continuously do the work on yourself to put yourself in a position where you just shine and people see that you're shining and that radiates. Um, I just have to be, uh, I don't know what the, the word is. Like it's easy for, it's easy for people to push away. So like, I'm, I know how to push away and change direction and change focus off myself. Maybe it's at the point now where I have to keep putting the spotlight back on myself in order to be in not rougher conversations but more honest conversations to be like well here's where i am in my life right like i'm not gonna be here forever but it's kind of rough right now or mm-hmm. this is what happened to me in a previous life fucked me up a little i've dealt with it as much as possible but it's something that while i don't define myself by it, it it's a part of me or i've been in these relationships and I was toxic in this relationship and I learned how to change that or she was toxic in this relationship and I learned to avoid that. Like that's everyone's coming with baggage, especially at this age. It's how it's how you want to deal with that baggage, right? Like either you want to pay for overage or you just trust that like I know to pack, right? Like all my stuff is neatly organized. So if you want to throw some of your baggage in mine, I have space. Or if you need me to carry this one load, well, you go check some other stuff. That's cool, right? Like for you to expect somebody is now coming to the table with nothing in terms of no baggage is, I think, realizing that this person is um, hiding or what's the word when you push it down? Um, oh, I know what you're trying to say, but um, like submerge is the only word I can think of, but suppressing. Yeah. Where they're suppressing all the stuff that they have yet to deal with, right? Like baggage should be kind of appreciated at a specific level because age wasn't ever guaranteed to us so the fact that you've made it to this age and you have these scars to show for it shows that you've lived and i would always prefer a woman with scars and stretch marks because she lived than something that's untouched because something untouched i'm afraid i'm gonna end up breaking you just made me think of that song have you heard the sierra song beauty marks well, if you didn't include it in this episode, I probably have it. Well, no, I didn't. But th- when you said about the scars and the stretch marks, it, it kind of ties it in. So you can listen to that on your own or I'll, I'll send it to you after. But um, no did, buts. Did, did, you still have, did you still have more to <laughs> add to that? I, I felt like I no, I, I, I've been fairly uh, vulnerable for the last like six minutes of a very <laughs> vulnerable podcast where I wasn't even talking for 95% of it. So I'm well, going I'm, to be. I'm proud of what you did share because honestly, I was actually stunned. I'm still kind of stunned. But just I'm to frustrated summarize. on all the stuff I'm going to have to re-listen to in order to cut out to be like, why is Mo spending 10 hours with a dude where she's pulling teeth to get a conversation out? Don't do that. Don't okay. give up your time. If you if quality time is number one for you, don't give it to everybody. You've given me an hour and two minutes of it. Do you feel yeah, better? 
but that's how I am with all of my friends. I don't, I don't give them Fine. like time clocks. But then understand that all the people in your life are not actually friends. That's my hang up. It's not who you want to talk to, why you want to talk to, and what you're trying to build to. It's that you think that everyone in your life has the same designation, and they do not. Interesting. I'll, I'll put more thought into that one. So just to summarize everything that we've said in terms no. of our wants. No, no, no. I, I'm wrapping this up. I'm wrapping this up, but I just want to summarize. So you said for your want, you are okay with building and growing with this person so you don't have a set checklist that they have to meet and mine i no, no my checklist what, is make money so i can make money and then we can make money sweet <laughs> okay and, and mine is i can go through all the other life stages with you as long as you know at the end of the day that i want to get married but i'm not going to marry you for the wrong reasons either I'll let that be known. Anyways, oh. with that being said, I can't wait for you I'm to gonna... re-listen to this episode. Of all the episodes <laughs> we've done, this is the one you'd be like, I said I that. I, I told you that? this this I said this was gonna be a real and the disclaimer because I felt it coming. But anyways, final thoughts being given. I just want to say, no matter the song, there's always a story. Here's hers, his, and ours. That's a wrap. We're out. Sometimes. What may be the best thing for you to do, sometimes that's the hardest thing for you to do. And that, that's real, man. Because I know I love you. I know how I feel about you. But I also know that don't make everything all right. And for that reason, I gotta say...